I'm on Facebook, y'all. Hello, 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 everybody. Hi, everybody. Okay, I'm going to be in charge of the comments, y'all. You not okay today, girl? I feel your pain, baby. I already know. Listen. Hello, everybody. Hi, Facebook. Hi, Instagram. Hi, everybody. So tonight we are talking about Parachutes by Takira Allen. Um, and it is going to be such an amazing night. So a few housekeeping items before we get started. One, um, Patrice and LaCorey is not going to be with me tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to need y'all to hold me down. Y'all got to hold me down. Y'all got to be in these comments. Y'all got to be in these comments and all that. Because um, Patrice is on mama duty. She on basketball mom duty. And LaCorey's husband is sick. So everybody, please keep him in y'all prayers. Um, it was a very last minute kind of emergency type thing. So keep him in y'all prayers and uh, we'll keep y'all posted on what's going on with that. Um, but yes, y'all gonna have to hold me down on this. So that's housekeeping item number one. My book besties is not here. Okay. So housekeeping item number two is on January the 26th, the Black Girl Book Club podcast is hosting a TikTok challenge. Okay. So I put something in the group not too long ago asking like different ways that we can support the authors more, you know, and stuff that we can do. And somebody suggested, or maybe I suggested, um, you know, doing more online, doing more on like TikTok and stuff like that. So we're going to host a TikTok challenge beginning January 26th. So get ready for that. It's going to post in the group in about 10 minutes. And it'll have like all the details of it. So be on the lookout for that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to record my videos ahead of time and then post them, you know, to go along with the challenge or whatever. So I suggest you do that. That way you don't get behind. We're going to have some giveaways for y'all and stuff like that. So that's housekeeping item number two. And drum roll, please, for housekeeping item number three. So... If you all don't know, if y'all have not heard, um, Devout is coming to Audible, okay? So speaking of Takira Allen, we are talking about her book tonight. <laughs> uh, Devout is coming to Audible, and the Black Girl Book Club podcast is hosting a Devout listening party on February the 13th, okay? <laughs> it's going to be so much fun okay and y'all better get in on it because we've talked about devout so many times already on the podcast we talked about the um devout twice maybe even three times so we didn't want to do our traditional come on talk about the book so we wanted to do something a little bit different so we're going to have a listening party february the 13th in honor of devout it's going to be fun y'all it's going to be dope and we may or may not have some special guests coming through on that night so you have to purchase the audible that's like your entry into the listening party you have to purchase the audible yes you have to purchase it in order excuse me to be in on the listening party but then you can come in but then we're gonna have some fun so anyway that's keeping item number three so 
And it's going to be um, private. We're not going to be in the group on that night. It's going to be on um, the Zoom where everybody comes in and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. I'm just trying to get y'all prepared for what, you know, to come. Yes, Tina girl, it's going to be fire. So that's housekeeping items. Get y'all TikToks in order. If you don't have one, get you one and be ready for the listening party on the 13th. So that's it. So now we about to get in prayer shoes, baby, because I got a lot to say. Who's ready to get in on this prayer shoes action? Maybe I'll fall in love with Diddy this go around. Celeste, don't do that. Don't do that, Celeste. We we can't we can't do that. So we're gonna get into parachutes. So Takira dropped. Takira Allen dropped her second project in 2023, which is unheard of. And when I say she brought it, she brought it with this book. When I this book, oh, it took me back to devout. It gave me um last out from innocence. It gave me seasons of fidelity. It just like wrapped all that into one nice little bow. I don't know if you want to call it a nice little bow. So, first question of the night is who was just tore up from the floor up because of the book. Who was left, the Kindle quotes have me weak, girl, yes. So who was just left in shambles? Because I kept telling everybody, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> and everybody I told that to after they read it, they were like, Shaquana, it was that bad. So who was in shambles? You was good. Rhonda was gutted. It wasn't that bad to me. Like, it was like so it was a it, it was some bad stuff that happened, but all in all, I felt good. And maybe because, maybe because I know that there's more, right? If she just would have left it like that and I knew that there weren't two more books coming, then I probably could have been like, oh, I'm so messed up about it. But because I know that's more and she's going to give us more, I was like, okay, deal with this. I can handle this, you know. Because it was like, yeah, I was like, every week I'm waiting to see when the book two drops, baby. Now, that's one thing I will say. Don't count don't count down the days because Akira Allen is not a quick, or she's typically not a really quick writer. So I'm just just trying to do other stuff to tide me over because, baby, she, she don't be writing real fast. She takes her time. That's how we get what we get from her because she take her time when she writing so okay so some of y'all was in shambles <laughs> yes oh baby she better not kill nobody well well we know she killed somebody so anywho let's get into the book so tonight we're talking about parachutes by Takira Allen and let's get into it so the book starts off oh gosh you guys so the book starts off all just man and you know what I was like oh she like really giving us the feels like in the beginning of the book so the book starts off with Vin coming home from a work trip okay and he is on the phone with um Tali and the kids and it's like the 23rd of December so it's right before Christmas and they are decorating the house getting the house all beautiful I could see the house 
when she was explaining it in the book and how festive it was and how warm and welcoming it was and how beautiful it was. I can see all of that. And so, yes, I could just feel everything. And so Vin and Tali is on the phone and they're talking. And so, you know, I'm, you know, like when you are anticipating something, you trying to figure it out out in your head. So I'm like, where is she going with this or whatever? So um, they're talking, they're on the phone and it's like, you getting all this family dynamic because they have these three beautiful children. She's telling us about the kids. They loving each other. On the No, no, no. The thunderstorm. They was, oh no, right. You, yeah, right. Okay, I'm tripping. So it started off with them having sex during a thunderstorm and they like getting it in. If y'all know Takira Allen, y'all know she know how to write a fucking sex scene, okay? Like they is getting it in. So they're grown, they're adults. They getting it, um, Tali is getting her back grown out. But I think she led with this to like really show us the love, like how much they love each other. You know, like the, the passion between the two of them and everything. So she had them making love in the beginning. So then we go to him. So this was before his work trip. They were making love, getting it in, during the thunderstorm. And then, so did anybody get any other symbol symbolism of that? I know she always got them Isley Brothers in there. I'm like, Secure Allen must be a diehard Isley Brothers fan. But I'm here for I love it because they just be bringing the love in. So did anybody else love through the storm? Okay, so boom. So they made love, whatever. So then he go on his work trip. He on his way back. They on the phone. It's his right before his birthday. They baked him a cake. You're just getting black family, like bossed up black family. Okay, so boom. That's how she set us up. In the beginning, so I'm like, oh, okay, she giving us the feels. This all lovey-dovey in the beginning, baby. I'm like, you know, this ain't like her, really. So we getting the feels. Then they go to bed. He on his way home. He's going to be flying, like, overnight and not going to get home until, like, sometime in the morning. So Tali is sleeping. She's woken up by somebody banging on their front door. And she's like, she's thinking it's Vin. Maybe he left his key, lost his key, something like that or whatever. So then um, he calling. I mean, he's coming in. So she goes to the door and it is the police. Okay. So I thought he died in a plane crash. And that's what she's thinking as well. She was like, you know, it's something wrong with my husband. You know, they wouldn't be here if it wasn't nothing wrong with him. So come to find out, and it's like on page three or four, the police is there to deliver a package for Vin. And the package is a child, a baby that he's conceived with somebody else. So how y'all feeling at this point? Because I was in love with Vin from page one because he just seemed like he was just so in love with his family. He loved his family. Everything was all about his family and everything. And then, let me see what I wrote in my notes. I was like, this motherfucker. He got us falling in love with him and all that. And then this what he do. Was you shocked? 
of all things, baby. He got him a junior. And then we don't know this in the beginning, but when they say the name of the child's mother, Tali fell out. She threw up. She was done. A through piece. And I'm like, dang, who is uh Sophie, right? A whole child that's named after him. So she had us fall in love with him right at the beginning of the book and then dropped us off a cliff. So that's how you knew the book was about to be good. I think that's what I said in my notes. I was like, baby, she about to give it to us now, right? <laughs> pumped up after that happened. I felt bad for her, but I was pumped up. So she does this thing where she goes back and she kind of explains their love from the beginning, right? And that starts with Tali and her friends on the way to a party. They going to a party. So, okay, y'all, like for real, I could have wrote this scene about my life during this time. Like when Lil Wayne had came out, the lollipop and all that, and they in the car listening, like what they was doing, how they was talking and everything. That was like my life around this time. Just like fun, like this going to be a good summer. I was a little bit older than them, but I was still in my 20s. But I was like totally like the music she was talking about, all that, I was feeling it okay so they going to this party it's tolly and three of her friends abby what's her other friend's name y'all 13 years before somebody said felt like it was yesterday okay girl i'm like going back in my roller dicks i'm like okay yes it's about to be popping so um they in the car Paige and lexi so it's her and her friends they in there talking Oh my God, that's when they had brought up Kevin, y'all. Oh, Kevin. Feel bad for Kevin. And who was laughing at Kevin? And who wanted her to run? I was like, with the way things are today, which I don't think we thought like this back then, I'm like, baby, you need to get away from him quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because he seemed like he about to be on some murder, murder, kill, kill around her, okay? Oh, jumping off the balcony. So... Tali has this boyfriend that is pretty much obsessed with her and doesn't like to be away from her and doesn't like for him, her to be away from him. And when she's broken up with him in the past, he's threatened to jump off his balcony at his house. His mother literally had to pull him off the balcony. Very much needed a restraining order. Okay. I'm like, girl, no, leave him alone. ASAP, get away, back up. Okay, so boom. So, you know, they talking about that. They having a girl talk. What else did they talk about in that car that could have been significant? That they was finna have a good time. She got this boyfriend that's tripping. Um, was it Paige that was gay? One of the um friends was gay. They talked about her and her sex capades because she was um yeah, because Lexi was the tall one. Yes. Yes, Kevin needed therapy. <laughs> Dr. April Winters. I don't know if he could handle her. So they talking about all that in the car. So they had stopped and got some liquor and everything. So they got bags in their hands when they pull up to the house. And then, oh, they have these two guy friends. It was Jay 
and somebody else. So they have like these two guy friends that they kick it with. So they going to their guy friend's house to kick it. One of the people that they go to school with, they didn't like grew up with, they real cool with and everything. So they go to the um guy's friend's house and they go in the door and they got bags in their hands and stuff, whatever. So they go to the pool and the girls are carrying these heavy bags. They got drinks and stuff in them and everything. Jay and Dan. Okay. So they got drinks and stuff with them and everything. So the little guys that they go to school with, the little young guys, they letting them walk around with the bags in their hands and stuff or whatever. So then this big buff. Well, I'm glad somebody brought Munch up. So let me tell y'all, he got on my nerves from the very first page. Okay. Like I wrote in my notations, I don't like his ass. And when he said he was five two, he was very much giving five two energy from the very beginning. The way he was talking about Winter and his son, I was like, no. But yes, it was Munch House that they were going over, and Jay is Munch's little brother. Okay, so they get there, they got the bags in their hands, they go into the pool and everything, and this big buff five. Okay, who got correct inspiration? Celeste, let us know what's his name. I'm going to tell y'all what's the name on Instagram. So he walked up like, mm, let me get these bags up off y'all. He was like, her, I think is what he said. Like, let me get these bags. And so they was giving him their bags, but they draw, they jaw was dropping, looking at him because he all buff and muscular and manly and everything. <laughs> and buff and manly. K-O-O-1-Key. Y'all know him? That's that's the character inspiration for right now. So just think K-O-O-1-Key for um Ben. So when he sees her, he likes her from the jump. Am I right? Was he feeling her? They was feeling him, but like in a schoolgirl way. But he was feeling her like, you know, she's beautiful or whatever. So, you know, she was like feeling them. So, <laughs> Tali is a nerd. And they have this school project they supposed to be working on where she had she's going to um where she trying to go to Africa to on a, like a mission trip almost but with the school to like help build something, right? So, she has to raise funds to be able to go on this trip. So they kicking it at the party. She's showing her ass literally. So he getting a chance to see her like in her element and how she's just like a ray of sunshine and light. What was y'all getting from Tali? What was y'all getting from her? I was just getting like really like just like a ray of light, just like sunshine. She was switching her ass. Begging for money. <laughs> she was not. She was not, somebody said she would switch her ass begging for money. So yes, she had to raise money. And Jay's brother Munch, remember they're at Munch's house and Jay is his little brother. So they know that they got money. So she was like, I'm here with like these ballers or whatever. I can't probably really get some money from my trip. So she goes, she asks for money and everything. She had this little spiel about, you know, how she was raising money, you know, so she looking intelligent. Not only is she nice, she got a nice body and all that, but she's looking intelligent. You know, you trying to build wells in Africa and stuff. So being really like, he was really like checking her out. 
or whatever. So <laughs> then, so she asked the guys for some money. Munch gave her some money. That's Jay's brothers. Maybe somebody else gave her some money. And then was like, I got you before I leave. So she was kind of looking at him when she first met him. Like, oh, he cute. I like him. But then she was like, this nigga must be broke. Because he is not trying to give me no money for the well. Because he was like, he was going to get her later. Right? So, um... They the party goes on, they doing stuff and everything. So then she had to go outside to get her phone. Right. She was like, bro, she had to go outside. Did you get my message? Thank you. Um, she had to go outside to get her phone. And Kevin had called her five million times. Okay. Kevin had called her five million times. So she out there looking at her phone. While she out there looking at her phone, then comes out. Because he had to leave, right? And so this is when they have their first interaction, their first little words, those first sparks start to fly. Because remember I said he was feeling her. She was feeling him in a schoolgirl way. But this is really when um the sparks start, start to fly. So when he was getting ready to leave and she was out there, you know, checking her phone for all Kevin calls, he was like, her, let me give you this money. Okay, so remember she was thinking he was like broke or whatever. Baby, he was not broke at all. Far from it. Because he ended up giving her $15,000. He ended up giving her $15,000 for this money that she had to raise for her trip. Okay, baby, he did not come to play. So do y'all think he was trying to show off or like he really owes $5,000? <laughs> And it was fifteen thousand. <laughs> it was five. I said from the record, it was five. It's five thousand dollars. Yeah, he was spending all the money. Okay, so he gave her five thousand dollars for her mission trip. Okay, y'all. <laughs> End up giving her five thousand dollars, right? So he was like, "Dang, okay, like he ain't broke. He got money. He was smitten." So no, but what I'm saying was, was he trying to show off, or did he? Because he gave her the money because he felt like, wow, she's doing something really impactful in life. He was kind of like admiring her, right? But he was like feeling her too. Was he like, yeah, let me give her this little 5,000 so she know. Okay, Erica said she think it was genuine. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so he give her the money. So that was their first encounter. So I'm gonna fast forward because y'all know I'll be long-winded. So the second time they meet is when she's actually getting ready to go on the mission trip. Okay, so a few things happen in between her, but you got to read the book to get all that. So the second time they meet is when she's actually finna go on her trip. She goes over to Jay's house to bring him some dinner and then is there. And while he's there, they kind of have a little bit um, of interaction. And she was saying when she comes back, because she won the trip, they had to raise money and whoever raised the most money, they got to go on their trip. So she raised the most money because, of course, he gave her $5,000 and all the money, the other money that she got, right? 
So then um they talking so she was like um when i come back from my trip i'm gonna take you to dinner to thank you for you know you know giving me all this money she was stretching all on him at the fight party no she would oh girl sophie okay we gotta talk about sophie because she'll be part of the book so anywho so she touching all on him oh and he was like taking off guard because she was touching on him but it wasn't like in a like a ooh daddy way it was just like in a fun not super flirty way but just like he was like she's not scared of me you know she's just you know naturally uh you know a regular person so just i think that everything that she was doing was drawing him to her Okay, everything she was doing, he was like, this, this, she the one, she is the one. So she said, yeah, like a familiar way, right? You give me $5,000, we know each other. We probably about to be going together real bad. Oh, girl, she was like, look, okay. So she got to take him to dinner, right? So she was like, I'm gonna take you to dinner. He was like, you ain't gonna take me to dinner. Or whatever, but he thought that was cool that she wanted to repay him or show her appreciation for him giving her the money. So he's knowing she ain't no poop butt ass bitch. He's like she's somebody, right? That he could see himself with. At the time, she's twenty two, and how old is he? She had a piece about her. Yes, yeah, she did. I don't know how old he was. How old was Ben? He was like 25, 26. She was 22. So he was like four years older than her. Right? So she goes on her mission trip. She hooked him there. Uh-huh. 20, 20, 20, 20 and 24. She was only 20. Mm, she 20. Okay. And he was 24. So then fast forward from there. Then, and if I'm missing something that I need to say, y'all got to put it in there. Because usually that'll be Patrice and LaCour report. But since they ain't here, y'all got to play the role of Patrice and LaCour and tell me what I'm missing. So from her saying that, now Debbie, I don't think she was on 19. So from her saying that she was going to take him to dinner. No, we got to talk about Abby calling herself the keeper of the coochie. Okay, so. um. Tolly has a friend, Abby. She's a white girl. I loved Abby. Who loved Abby? Who was Team Abby? I loved Abby. So Abby is, um, she has three best friends, but her and Abby seemed like they were a little bit closer. She was somewhat of Abby's protector to me because she had to go and save her from her mom and her mom's boyfriend who were on drugs, right? So um, Abby, I know, right? She's like her really good friend, little white girl who thinks she black you know, real cool or whatever. And so when then, oh, nope, I ain't even get to that part yet. You grew to love her, so you didn't like her at first? Wow. Yes. Okay, so, okay, they going to dinner. So he went to pick her up for dinner, but she wanted to pick him up or she wanted to drive him. Did he let her drive? Or am I getting this mixed up with Devout? Cause she was at, she was like, I'm supposed to be taking you to dinner. Oh, she was suspicious of her. She was like, Hey, Jennifer girl. So she was like, she wants to take him. So he did. She, he let her drive. 
Okay, because she was supposed to be taking him to dinner. And he was like having a problem with it. Like, I'm the man. I'm supposed to be doing, you know, taking you out and, you know, driving and all that. And she was like, no, this is my, you know, thank you to you giving me the money so I can win my mission trip or whatever. So he ended up letting her drive. So it was like he, she was taking him. And she was very, and I would say I accredit this to her mother. She was real strong-willed in I got this. Like, I got you. I'm not trying to um, emasculate you, but I got this. Let me handle it or whatever. So he ended up letting her drive. They went to dinner. When they was at dinner, they didn't get into it. They ate dinner. They had a good time at dinner. She thought she was going to pay for the dinner. She did drive. Okay. She thought he... He uh she thought she was gonna pay for the dinner. He was like, Okay, I'll let you think that or whatever. But he had already, hey Glenda. She was a natural nurturer, yes, and he probably really needed that. Oh, Takira Allen, girl, you be writing these books. He needed that because he didn't have that in his mother, so that probably oh, he she gave him a picture of her in Africa. As a gift, yeah, she was laying it on thick. Don't, not, man, she was laying it on thick. Like, she's putting you in the thick of their relationship. Like, anytime I read about, like, love stories like this, like, with her, like, the way she write it, you be, like, so invested in them. It be, like, not necessarily that you wish that that was you, the way that I feel about the relationships that she write, I be happy for them. Like I be you, I be like in her, like I'm like in the middle of that relationship, but really I'm just happy for them to be together. Y'all get what I'm saying? Right? So that's how it is when they sitting at the table. She get him a picture of her as a thank you. He ended up right. When she prayed for his father, because his father called while he was at the den. Girl, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah, she really get inside your thoughts. Yeah, she make us love their love. Like, I don't even be really be one these women's men because I know they're not going to love me the way that they are loving these women. So, right, right. So he had already paid for the dinner. Yes, that still did for him. Yes. So he had already paid for the dinner. He had already cast in his car. So she was like, oh, okay, you think you sleep? So I thought that was like really, really cute too. So after dinner, he took her home, right? And then that's when Abby said she was the keeper of the coochie. So, <laughs> so we get he took her home he drove her home i remember he was like um you you be letting men come pick you up from your house and she was like well you didn't really pick me up from my house you picked me up outside of my apartment building or whatever but when he took her home now he knows where she stays and abby is upstairs watching them did they kiss when he dropped her off was they kissing yes yes she was real. She was like, I loved Abby. So he take her home and like maybe they almost kissed or something like that. Or did they kiss? But no, they didn't kiss. But they was about to kiss. Them lips was close. Okay. So then Abby was like on the balcony, like watching them or whatever. 
they didn't kiss. Everybody's saying no kissing, no kissing, no kissing. So they didn't kiss the first time. So then Abby comes out and she's like, um, you know, talking to them or whatever. And she was saying that Ben needed to do something nice for her because she is the way to Tali's vagina. <laughs> she said, you can call me like the keeper of the coochie. <laughs> I said that. My best friend that. I'm just going to tell people I'm the keeper of the coochie. So you got to go through me to be able to get to her. I thought that was so funny, y'all. Cracking up. So that was their first encounter. So Vin got this girl named Sophie that he been messing with for nine months. So I'm getting um video um Instagram model, maybe from Sophie. That was outrageous. <laughs> so I'm getting Instagram model from Sophie. So he got this girl that he been dealing with for nine months. Of course, she is all up on him. He ain't really paying her no attention. She showed up at his house uninvited waiting on him so she can drop down and suck his dick soon as he walked through the door he ain't really paying her no attention he's not video vixen at that time okay and during this time she's getting yeah, wasn't really instagram model so video vixen gotcha. yes so um i gotta talk about sophie so that's the girl that he's dealing with at home plus tolly has kevin so they both got a situationship, right? Yes. So they um both got a situationship. He got Sophie, she got Kevin, but they feeling each other, right? So after they go to this dinner, they start to talk to each other on the phone. They're not seeing a lot of each other, but they like having these conversations, like building a relationship, building a friendship and everything, right? So then finally, the next thing that happens is they are going to go to Ocean Beach. Why I want to go to Ocean Beach, y'all. I want to go book to travel, get on it. We got to go to Ocean Beach. I mean, Ocean City, Ocean City. We got to go to Ocean City. So winter, which is Munch's, Munch is Vin's best friend. So winter is Munch's baby mama. And when I tell y'all, they got the most toxic relationship. <laughs> when I tell y'all, they had the most toxic relationship. Like, he was calling her bitches, and she was calling him. I'm just like, Lord. Much as Kevin Hart. <laughs> Life getting <you know>? <laughs> So, uh, Winter is planning this trip to Ocean City, right? very annoying so she's planning this trip to ocean city and so she tells vin vin asked her if tolly was going and she was like no because i told her that you were going and he was like damn she don't want to go to um ocean city with me and she was like no she don't want to go because she think you're gonna bring your girl with you so now he like tripping but he is in deep with Tali at this point like he is really feeling her he want her real bad so at first he wasn't going to Ocean City he wasn't even tripping off Ocean City he didn't care to go to Ocean City but when he found out that it was a chance that she might go to Ocean City he was going to Ocean City y'all 
he was going to Ocean City, okay? So he asked her, they were on the phone one day, and she tell him this really crazy story about she worked at um like an old folks home. She's a nurse, right? And she worked at like a senior living center. And so she called, she telling him about, she called two of her residents having sex. So the other people was in there having sex. And so they talking about that, laughing and everything. And he's just like, he's just deep in with her at this point. He just want to hear her voice and talk to her. So he ended up asking her just to, um, he was like, Tali, you know, come to Ocean City. Y'all. <laughs> when they was on that phone. I was like, man, he was like, come to, cause he wasn't going to go to Ocean City, but he needed to be around her and be around her energy so much that he was like, I need to go on this trip with this girl. So boom, fast forward, they going to Ocean City. This was really fun too, y'all. The friends. So you got your guy friends over here and then you got all the girls over here. So it was her, her best friends, Winter. I think Winter had a friend. So you got the guys and you go on this like trip where you going down to Ocean City. Who been to Ocean City? Somebody tell me they've been to Ocean City so they could tell me if this is really what was popping off. Is Was it going down at Ocean City or did Takira Allen just write us into this? Now, she said on her Instagram page when she wrote the Ocean City part, she was actually at Ocean City, okay? Okay, Rhonda been to Ocean City. Of course you've been to Ocean City. Of course. Did he seem to be more... Sometimes he showed more maturity than his age and sometimes I wanted to smack his ass. She described it right. Okay. Okay. You being Celeste being. Okay. Nobody on Instagram being um Ocean City. Okay. So boom. So they go to Ocean City. So she's agreed to go to Ocean City, but she told him, I'm not sleeping in the room with you. I'm not having sex with you. Okay. And he was like, that's fine. You ain't got to do that. Even though I'm a grown ass man and I got needs. But he was liking her so much that he was like, it, okay, it's cool. You ain't got to do that. You know, I'll get you a room. I'm going to get you a room. So she was like, no, I can just room with my friends. Because that's how Tali is. She not trying to be no, just no doggish ass. You know, she like, I, you know, I can stay with my friends, whatever. He like, cool. So when they get there, so this was like, when their relationship went from friendship to like, I don't want to say fuck buddies. It was like more like relationship-ish, right? Because in Ocean City, he just wanted her there, girl. He didn't care. He's like, girl, I don't care if you don't want to have sex with me. So in Ocean City, like, they're, like, being close with each other. They being affectionate towards each other. They hugging each other and stuff. You know, like, just being all in the thick of it with each other. He's getting jealous because all the niggas is on her. They like, Tali, Tali, Tali. Okay, and then also, okay, so Tali, they, her friends say that she got that, the way that Kevin was acting, talking about he was about to jump off the balcony, all the niggas do that when it comes to talk. Okay? Then his name is Get Em Wet Then. Right? Both of them became territorial. So she was territorial. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tommy was into some stuff, baby. Because when they went to go eat that day and she started kissing him so them girls can watch, honey, 
Okay, so now we're going to get into the sex part, y'all. Oh, still got time. I still got 20 minutes, but we're about to get into the sex. Okay, so she said she wanted to have sex with him, but they getting real close. Okay, somebody said that Erica Badu. So they getting real close and everything. Instagram might even told y'all, I can't right now though. But they getting close at the, the place and they, you know, interacting with each other. They getting territorial. You know, he getting mad because niggas up on her. He going off on the little friends and stuff. Like y'all being too rough with her. I'm like, oh my God. And she like, yes. So yeah, she, oh, she like that voyeurism. Okay. So um, the first night they slept in separate rooms, but at this point, the sexual energy is there. She's wearing bikinis, you know, he out there with his shirt off, you know, with his abs popping and all that. So, you know, they seeing each other in these different type of ways. So it's sexual tension there. They close to each other. She was dancing on him when they went to go eat one time. It's like breaking it down on everything. No, y'all know who was stirring me. The guy with the score on his face. I cannot wait to hear what happens with him. He put her on the pedestal. Yes. I can't wait to see. I, I needed to know more about him. Because it was like she was mentioning things about him. But she didn't go into detail. They kissed on the dance floor. So at this point, hot and heavy. Like it's, it's going, it's bound to happen. So by the end of the trip, because I only got 20 minutes left. They end up knocking the boots, okay? <laughs> I'm dating myself at this point. But they ended up getting it in. Yes, he disturbed me too, Erica, like for real. So they end up getting it in. So their first time having sex was regular. It wasn't like nothing. He tore her ass up, okay? <laughs> Her friends was like, you got to get his ass before he be out here with somebody else. Like, listen, you playing little girl games. That's a grown man, baby. You don't want to play them games with him. Because they were saying, like, oh, the hotel staff had to be tell them to be quiet. Okay, okay. No, this wasn't no regular, regular sex. Hey, the hotel staff had to come tell them to be quiet, baby. He was knocking her down. Okay. I think Scarface got something to do with being going to jail. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Did anybody else feel like that? The head was in the headboard, baby. He was banging her out, okay? <laughs> so this wasn't love making. He was a pleaser. Okay, okay. Uh, y'all was in it. Y'all was in it because I don't even remember all that. I'm going to tell y'all. Okay, my favorite. Okay, what was y'all favorite sex scene? The first time was good. And I was like, okay, they getting it in. But when he had her, when she went and stayed with him for them couple of days at his place, and he had her on that table, and the table was shaking, baby, I was like, Lord. Now, I could have took her place at this point. <laughs> was the second time. What was the second time, Erica? The one in the apartment. That's what I'm saying, girl. He, the table was shaking. Y'all know what he said. I'm about to shake the table. I was like, he was shaking the table. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I said, I want to marry him right there. 
baby. Right? So then, <laughs> but it was, first I was like, <laughs> your face was stuck. <laughs> baby, he was, he was getting her on that table. I was like, yes, Lord. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> yes, he was getting he was trying to get her pregnant at that apartment. I was like, Lord, he about to get this girl pregnant. She gonna be pregnant. They just start beating each other. So then <laughs> so then, okay, so that was my first favorite sex scene, but then when they was at the club, y'all. Like, oh my god, these books be trying to turn me out. Like, they be trying to turn me out. When they was at the club and the girl was, like, on Tolly, and they was in there, and then they started having sex in the club. Oh, my God. I was like, y'all yeah, know what? Takira Allen, girl, I'm, like, side on her and me at the same time because the club scene was hot. Okay, so now... <laughs> so... We got to go back. So they have sex at the thing. So now I got them, girl. They on Instagram. So if y'all need some character inspiration, I got some. And they in the group too. So Chanel, look at them. I got them in there. So let's help her out. So boom. So they had sex. So now, so now they having sex with each other, but they still have partners. Which Tali is trying to break away from Kevin because Kevin is a basket case, basically. So she's trying to break away from him. And then um, he's trying to let Sophie go, but he don't really. Yes, girl. Okay, wait a minute. She's telling her business over on Instagram. She said the club experiences are phenomenal. <laughs> okay. So... Now they like in the thick of it. So now they like really feeling each other. They sleeping together. She been at his house, you know, all that stuff. So now they like in the thick of it. <clears throat> we got to talk about this ending, y'all. And how he didn't care. Kevin, girl, Kevin was too clean. Kevin was off his freaking rocker. Okay. He dumped, he dumped Sophie after they came back from, um, but he ain't dumped Sophie yet. He ain't dumped Sophie to Sophie went to that girl job. <laughs> Yeah. why did Sophie go to that girl job okay so <laughs> okay so him and her they in the thick of it now they just start having sex and stuff like that you know that changes things all the way up so Sophie go do she go she go through his phone he ain't letting her go through his phone why did she call a little way look at me <laughs> Why did Sophie call her Lil Wayne? Cause she got dressed. That was some real hater shit. <laughs> so Sophie went up to Tali's job. So Tali's already kind of feeling bad because she's like, I know he has a girlfriend. She don't know that he not really messing with this girl for real. He, she thinks like he got a woman, like he got a girlfriend for real. Oh my God, my other sex scene was a sex scene in the court, y'all, when he went and dropped her off. I think he had took her and her niece to the movies. And then when they came back, and then she was like, let me holler at you in the car real quick. And then they went out to the car, and she hopped in his lap. Girl, she was writing those sex scenes. 
So Sophie know that Ben is dealing with somebody else or whatever, because he's starting to like pull away from her. And so she ended up doing some investigation. Y'all know how we do. And she found out exactly who Tali was. And she found out where Tali worked. And she went up to this girl's job. Tali was turning them out. Yes. So then she goes up to this girl's job. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then she was like, we've been together for nine months. Baby, for one, y'all ain't been together for nine months. And nine months is, <laughs> I mean, I know we can fall in love with, but girl, not you come up to this girl job about to get her fired. So then Tali calls Ben, like, look, we can't do this anymore. And she felt so bad for Sophie. And I was like, I felt bad for her because she felt bad for Sophie, little dumb ass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So she was like, you know, like I knew I was doing wrong and just seeing the hurt in her eyes, you know, or whatever. We going over tonight, y'all, because I need to know what y'all think about Tali Mama because she just said, fuck them kids. For real. And, but as a woman, I liked how she handled him too. She wasn't no little dumb girl. Like, I'm just finna start messing with him and all that. She was like, look, I don't want to hurt another woman. And, you know, we need to cut this out. And he was like, what? And she was like, yeah, your girlfriend came up here or whatever. And he was like, no, she didn't. So then he ended up breaking up with Sophie after that. And he was trying to get Tolly back. Did he do a baby, baby, please? This brother had a three. Oh, he did have that threesome. That's what I'm saying. She talking about we've been together for nine months, baby. He ain't even said you was his woman. You don't even know his daddy. Tali got abandonment issues. Men do too. Both got mommy issues. You think Tali had mommy issues? I don't feel like she had mommy issues. She was really mature. Like people said they felt like Ben was more mature than her. Feel like he was. I felt like she was very mature. She was really mature and in tune with her feelings. I mean, I'm sure she was hurt that her mother chose to abandon them, but she just seemed like she was able to communicate herself really well. She knew what she wanted. She knew what she didn't want. Like he was trying to get her pregnant up at Ocean City, baby. She's like, we about to get this Plan B popping, honey. You're not finna trick me. It's not what you're finna do. So she was like on top of her shit. So I didn't feel like um, she, you know, he was more advanced than her. Oh, somebody says they think the maturity was a trauma response. Yeah, like if you don't have your mother in your life and stuff, then, you know, you may have to grow up kind of fast. She loved her mother, though. She loved her mother. And no, at this stage in my life, maybe like when I was in my 30s, 20s, I was like, no, I would never do that to my kids. But as a woman, not saying I'm going to run off and leave my kids, but I'm just saying, like, I get how it's just like overwhelming to be a mother because you are like everything to everybody. And she was like, I got dreams too. And so she left them kids. She had two, Tali and her sister. She left her um, two children. She got a kick out of playing dudes. Ah, you felt like she was acting what? 
Uh-uh. No, she wasn't trying to play Vin. She liked her. Yeah, her mama was loose, honey. Her mama was progressive. I'm going to say that. Her mama was progressive because that mama had them two men, and I'm pretty sure she's probably knocking both of them down. <laughs> they need their parents. Kids, especially a girl needs her mother. Like, but I'm finding in these books and somewhat in real life that these mamas will run off. These mamas will run off and leave the kids. So now they in the thick of it. So she was a flirt. Yes, girl. That's why I'm saying she was mature. Like she knew what she wanted and she went after it. She was not playing. So now they kind of stopped dealing with each other. But he was like, he was not letting her go. So he dumped her, um Sophie. Sophie is no longer a factor, honey. You don't have to worry about that no more. And he went back and got his tally, okay? So Ben's dad is sick. He has cancer, correct? He has some kind of illness. He got some kind of illness. So his dad is sick, so he's caring for his father. His mom is a drug addict. And Tali finds this out when she is at the apartment. He's blowing her back out with the whole table and all that stuff. And um, he has cancer. So his mom is on drugs. His dad has cancer. After they get back together after Sophie, did they decide that they was going to be like boyfriend and girlfriend? Lung. It was lung cancer. Did they decide that they was going to be like boyfriend and girlfriend at this point? After he broke up with Sophie, now they together? Because he is talking about being her parachute and all that. So they, they go together real bad. The girl, please. Everybody mom is on drugs continuously he wasn't going to enforce boundaries in certain events and i think tolly used that to her advantage and a little manipulation because she knew how to play him oh you think she was oh my god no don't say that no after he got rid of kevin <laughs> in prison oh he was imprisoned at an early age and forced to mature much quicker okay baby y'all getting deep in this book <clears throat> they made it official okay so now they together right and they like together together like she loved him he is blowing her back out every chance they get they got that kind of like infatuation thing where they like having sex all the time they can't keep their hands off each other and all that which i think can sometimes get in the way of the relationship building which is it especially when you're that young it's going to happen right so then, mind you, in today's time, then it's getting home and trying to get his family back because we haven't talked about that. Because remember, in the beginning, they was one happy family. Then his baby came into the um situation, and then she knew how much he loved her. Ooh, girl. So then he's trying to get his family back. Then then gets hauled off to jail because they think he didn't kill the um the boy mama which is sophie could you imagine the woman that he told you not to worry about right he like she's not of no longer a factor and then 13 years later or not a boy 11 12 13 years later they come and telling you he got a baby with her baby huh you're talking about snaps okay like all the way and she kind of did who's been taking care of the son she was taking care of the son 
The reason that they brought the son to the house was because she was killed. Okay? So we get to the end of the book. His father ends up passing away. Him and Tali is like in a deep loving relationship at this point, right? But in the back of her mind, she knows some stuff is going on with him, with his mama, with all of that, when he in jail. When he in jail, she, um, he was with uh, Tali and the rest of the kids. Somebody said that he would have left him at that house, which is not funny. But in our group chat, in the group, somebody was like, baby, he would have been left there. His daddy would have had to come pick him up. I wouldn't have did that. Girl, yes. So after his daddy died, so Tali went to go be with her mama. Where was her mama at? In the Bahamas or something? Her mama, she had to go, no, nah, like South Carolina, North Carolina. She went to go visit with her mama. While she's visiting with her mama, Ben's dad dies, okay? The whole self-sabotage, y'all. We need a whole podcast to talk about that. But his dad dies. He uses that as an excuse to sleep with one of his runner girls. What are them girls called? Mules, drug mules, right? He uses that to sleep with Sharonda. And we never learned the reason he went to jail in the first place, like who he killed and why. Ooh! Girl, she better tell us somewhere in the South. Okay, North Carolina. So she went to go visit her mama in North Carolina. He uses that. His dad passes away, right? He uses that as an excuse to sleep with Sharonda. Would you have given him a pass? Okay, would you have given him a pass if you know his daddy just died? Right? So he wasn't going to tell Tali because he knew that she wanted to spend time with her mother. He wasn't going to tell her that his dad died. But when she called, he could, he needed her, really. So he ended up telling her, what does she do? He, she flew back to her man. Okay, and then I'm thinking, he is so dumb. Why is he treating this girl like this? Like she can't tell on her, him. You know? Because <laughs> it was like he treated her so bad after she just poured her heart out to him. I'm talking about Sharonda. Like, why? Or you treated Sharonda like this and you know she can blow your spot up. He should have been a little bit nicer to her. He was super drunk. Not that morning when he got up. Right? Not that morning when he got up. He was treating her so bad. She like, I want to be with you. I want to be your woman. He like, girl, if you don't get your little ugly ass on my face, no, we not doing that, right? So then when he leaves from her, Tali then flew to rescue him, to be his comfort. And look what she got to deal with. She got to deal with the girl Sharonda sending her a fucking picture of him at her house naked, sleep on the couch. So Tali sitting on his porch, like he come, he like, baby, you heard, I love you. Then did tell Tali that this relationship stuff was new to him and that he would make some mistakes. He was quite honest. Girl, no. He was talking about being her parachute, Angela. No, 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 no. You would have cut him. Wait a minute, if you were Sharonda or if you was uh <laughs> So when he got there, she was like, um, you know, Tali like, 
you know, please, you know, please tell me you didn't do this. Oh, they got matching tattoos and everything. Oh, to cheat him on her not once but twice and have a secret baby is crazy. Oh, Lord. So <laughs> she like, I know you did, you know, you don't lie. Did he try to lie? To lie. And then he tried to lie. So she was like, don't lie. Give him some grace. And Angela is riding within, baby. She is riding within. Okay. So, okay. Because y'all was giving him a hard time in this chat, in the group chat. Y'all was giving him a hard time. So, listen, he had been through a lot. He had a real bad time. He went to jail. Right. So, <laughs> now he then cheated on her. This was in the past life. This was in the past. So, she leaves him. Y'all, I laughed so hard when she ran and got in her car and he ran after that car. It wasn't funny, but I was cracking up so hard. Because all I could see was him chasing her car. <laughs> all he saw was her taillight. So he chasing her. So now he didn't fuck that up. So in the past, we don't know. That's where that part ends. We don't know if they get back together, how they get back together. I think she got pregnant and that's how he got her back. I don't know though. What y'all think? And back in the past, this was in the past. I'm serious, I was cracking up. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, nigga, you done cheated. Now you want to be chasing. So, boom. So that's what I think. So come back to the present, okay? So she done found out he got a son with Sophie. Not only did he have a son, the son was 11 years old, okay? The son was 11, Okay. So, and they got, uh, they son is 12. So she like, you got some other bitch pregnant while I was pregnant with our son. You like that they took a little break after the first time. So now she is having to deal with all of this so she took him back so we know she took him back from when he cheated with Sharonda we don't know how what happened she gonna give us that later but now you gonna do this to me again and you got an 11 year old son okay y'all the way that she reacted when he came to that house and she started cutting herself I know some people thought that was crazy but they will literally take you there Okay, eleven year old lie, and somebody said they don't think that's his son. Even if that's not his son, it's still you've been lying to me for eleven years. Something's going on because the little boy didn't call your daddy. Girl, eleven years, right? So the whole thing where we are left now, Secure Allen. That scene took me out. But girl, I felt her so bad because they will take you there. That lady started cutting her neck. She didn't cut her hand or her arm. She started cutting her neck with some glass. Like, get away from me. He loves his son, DJ. Because he was like, daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was too much. No, I said it was too much, but I'm starting to think that like, now it's too much. Right. So then at the very end of the book, 
So he ended up getting hauled off to jail or whatever. The son is there. Oh, that's what you were saying. Who was taking care of the son when they took him to jail for the murder? So we got questions. I wouldn't cut myself. I would have cut him instead. She wanted to hurt him. And she knew to hurt him that she had to do some harm to herself. The ending give you major setup vibes. Y'all know what? Okay, listen, check this out. So in one part of the book, Tali was like, because Ben used to talk real crazy to Munch, right? And she was like, she don't know how a man can let another man talk to him like that and not hold some kind of animosity or resentment. When I read that part, I was thinking, what's going to happen between Munch and Ben? Okay. So the ending given makes sense. Right. So that's where she leaves us. Ben goes to jail. Tali is cutting herself. She's in shambles. The kids, oh my God, I felt so bad for the kids. The kids is in shambles, okay? Everybody is in shambles. Ben then went to jail. I'm worried about DJ because his mama just died and his daddy is in jail. And now he with this family that he don't know. Munch got locked up. And that means, oh yeah, Jay is dead. That hurt me to my core. So DJ is going to exonerate his father. So who don't think that Ben is the dad? Because it's like, that is not the daughter. What? But um somebody was saying they don't think because it's like everybody keeps saying it's so much more to the story it's so much more to the story maybe she like got his sperm and like froze his sperm or something like that but let me tell y'all what i said i hope that he's the father because i think him not being the father is too if that's an easy way out that's too easy if he not the daddy that part, that part, date, rape, drug. He keeps saying, let me explain. So it's more to the story. But I want him to be the father. Because then where does that leave DJ? But at the end of the story, DJ was nowhere to be found. So then I was like, did DJ go to jail for killing his mama? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just so much left up in the air. But the book was so good, okay? It was so good. And if you haven't read it, she wrote it and put us through it. So it better not be all. Right, that's what I'm saying. She just took us through all this for him not to be the father. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not on my watch. And then I feel like if they do end up back together, that's like, that's something that you really... <laughs> somebody said not he kill his mama listen i don't know <laughs> i don't think he the dad for dj but i felt guilty because sophie went on drugs because ben broke her <laughs> jay said he's sick of this shit if he did <laughs> y'all girl i don't know so we gonna have to see what happened 
we gonna have to see what happened but i know she wrote the hell out of this book i i was done with it in a day and one day i was done i was in love so who don't like ben or who not messing with ben at this point and who think that then ben can't redeem his redeem himself you know what i'm saying who think that he can redeem himself and who think that he's just like done? Somebody was saying she better not take him back ever. She cannot take him back after this. Right. And who is Tolly new man? Listen, y'all. I think that Drew is Kevin middle name. I hope she ain't take Kevin back. <laughs> Baby, you never know what her. You never know. She, she might just. <laughs> Somebody said Takira Allen don't got kids killing their parents, do she? <laughs> she might. Redeem, redeem, redeem. Okay. I think they going to end up back together. Who is Dial Celeste? She, I think that she needed to get another man. I think that she needed to like stick it to him. But I think she needs to take him back. Or I said one or two things. I said either they get back together or they be friends. Oh, it's doll daddy. Yes, Dolly. Oh, doll, honey, baby. She was reading them fulfilled. The Drew is a situation that happened after Van cheated in the first time and Tolly took him back. Okay, maybe she'll get pregnant by Drew. Oh Lord, she that's uh-uh. No, she cannot get pregnant by Drew. They going to be sneaking around for sure. Oh, Lord. She knew that man for 16 years. That was a long time. So I think that's Drew. That's Kevin middle name. Kevin Drew. But she really don't need to take that back. Oh, Tolly did have cancer. Yeah, we need Ben out here suffering, crying in the rain. Baby, you know he will. If he was running, if he was running after that car, you know he's gonna cry in the rain. It's Erica said it's unforgivable. She cannot take him back. She had a cancer scare. I think she had to have a hysterectomy. Did she have to have a hysterectomy? Something was going on because he was like scared for her to do too much when they was on the phone in the beginning. She just had fibroids. Okay, somebody said she just had fibroids. Her mama had cancer. She had a preventative hysterectomy, so she can't get pregnant. Okay, so she can't get pregnant by Drew. But what, Erica, we don't know the whole story, and that's all they keep saying. So it must be something else. Takira Allen gonna give him some redemption. He lied for 11 years, had a whole nother life. Ooh, she, she did. She dug him deep. She dug him deep. But I think she gonna redeem him. I think she gonna redeem him. I think Tali gonna have some stuff out there. So it's gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? Like we gonna find out some stuff about her that maybe we don't know. She got some shit with her too. How do you come back from that? You can. He lied. Hold on, girl. I don't know. I don't know. I just be wanting people to be together. Y'all know how I am. Girl, I don't know. Like I said, maybe she he lied though. He lied for 11 years. If she drugged him, ooh, 
not Drew is the doll's daddy. Girl, if she makes Drew that baby daddy, then gonna go off. She got some up her sleeve. Slipping after marriage and hiding it is mad disrespectful. I think so too. I think so too. She be having some stuff up her sleeve. Yes. But I can't wait for the next book. Now y'all got me all in my feelings because y'all keep on talking about it's not redeemable. He can't be redeemed. So, but next week we are talking about Fast by Millie. Somebody put it in the chat for me. So this book is very triggering. Um, It talks about um child rape. It talks about like a lot of like stuff like abuse uh, from her grandmother just a lot of different stuff so be careful when y'all reading this I wanted to talk about this book um because I feel like it's something that we need to discuss this is a black girl book club podcast and I feel like as black girls as black women it is definitely something that we need to discuss sometimes this might be you know it may be triggering but it may be also therapeutic for some people um it might be you know something that you may can get off your chest or like help you get through <clears throat> um not the cheating is not redeemable it's a lie um and that kind of stuff so that's what we're talking about next week so join us for that and then we talking about um fast is very sad like the whole book like some people make that beginning of the book really really sad and then as you go on you get little rainbows oh i was messed up throughout the whole entire book so fast is sad but i do think it's a discussion that we need to have as black women and um the third week we are talking about fat mom now that one is fun fat mom is fun and that's gonna be so that's gonna be good discussion that's why we picked it that's gonna be a good discussion book because there's some stuff in there it's very hot and spicy okay and then um the last week we talking about wrath by Quan. So that's it, y'all. I went over 15 minutes, but we got through the whole book. This was a good discussion, y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all held me down. Y'all smart girls. Don't forget about the um the TikTok challenge and the listening party for the sound. So I will see y'all next week, y'all. So bye. I'll be there. You send me a message if y'all still want to talk about this. Y'all can keep they chatting in the um the comments on Facebook. That's what I was gonna say. Um on Instagram, if you're not in our Facebook group, it goes down in there. So they still talking in the chat in the Facebook group. So if you want to come over there and talk in there, you can do that too. Uh hey girl, you missed it, but go back and watch it. I'm gonna keep this one up because this was a good one. Okay. So bye, y'all. I'll talk to y'all. Next week, I guess. Bye. Hmm?